man Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a pool of trim sitting down by the street That leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. It's time. Time to get this ship righted. Headed in the correct destination. The rain is gone. It has passed. It has flowed past from the north on down to the south. The sun is coming up over central Texas. The pink skies are above us. The clouds are breaking. It's going to be a beautiful day here in texas 49 degrees that was very poetic getting up to such a wonderful picture mid 60 you're already starting with me you're already starting you know i did i was gonna just sit here go straight into it i was just gonna sit here and not rock the boat but but you did it just took over you're poking the bear this little evil thing just you're like taking a stick and just Yeah, you like it. You know you like it. You missed it. So uh, it is. It's a beautiful day in Central Texas. I'm looking forward to making the decision whether I need to be responsible. And uh, I've got some work stuff that I could get done, not mandatory, Mm -hmm. uh, or go fishing this afternoon, evening. I think (laughs) neither one are a day of rest, which is a Sabbath, which is... You're supposed but to be what doing. is rest, though? Come on, man. You know, it's not sitting in a recliner. You know, Why that's not? not what they're talking about. Why not? It could be if it that's your rest. Be. It should but be. What if you? The whole idea is to put your mind in neutral and get away from it and right. be able to re-energize yourself. So, what is that thing that re-energizes you? Sleep. Yeah. How on the boat? No, just sleep. Trolling. Just no. Have one it of those wears up. me out. Fishing wears me out. You're mentally, physically going, 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 going. So you've so turned off. Rest. You've turned off the whole thing where you can no longer go and just be recreational back. for fishing, where it's just a totally relaxing. No, turn I don't off like your brain. fishing. I like catching, okay. and that requires that requires more than just so. It isn't sitting a, back and dragging a bait <laughs> around while I'm half dozing off in a nap. See, that's what's a wrong chair. with you people. You people. 
is that is that you can't relax fishing anymore, man. It's become such an incredible, you know, like your mind yeah. just goes into gear and that's right. I you're, don't you're like competitive. Fishing. I don't like fishing. You love fishing. That's your problem. No, I don't love fishing. I like catching. <laughs> the fishing aspect is boring to me. I could do without that forever. You just want to get right to the end. Just, just that's catch, not the ca- end. That's starting over again, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, it's you get to start the, the process. The beginning over. of the best part. I'm trying to relate Every that time. to a hunting aspect. I mean, I wouldn't want to just say, "Well, I don't like hunting. I just like killing," or shoot. You know, I just, you know, I, that would be really. A, I mean that you're the where opposite. does the adrenaline flow the heaviest when you're hunting when does the adrenaline flow the heaviest? oh it's it's when you're lined up yeah <laughs> and you got those crosshairs right. in the right spot well, there you go and same in fact, thing in the fishing world so two weeks ago um we had put together uh for the koz kids and right partnered with uh, texas youth hunting program and took five boys out or unfortunately i didn't get to join them this right, time right. because of a difficulty in the family and uh Made the right choice and stayed behind this yep. time, but man, it was incredible. The uh, wise choice. It was the yes, wisdom of the years and some of the gray hair had come through, right? <laughs> and uh, it was incredible. Uh, the boys are first time shooters, and yeah. they got to go out and pick out um, oh exotics. Yeah, at a fifty eight hundred acre high fence. Yeah. Ranch out in Junction, outside yeah. of te- by by Telegraph, incredible place. The adventure, you know what? Uh, not all of them got. You know, w- one of them was reluctant. Yeah, the other one missed several times, and the other three pulled in one. And the incredible part: we got a nine-year-old kid, first-time shooter. He's with the owner in the blind, <clears throat> and the. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and so they picked out a, a doe and a buck. We're sitting there, you know, Axis, and he's watching through. He's glassing on that uh, doe, and all right, go ahead. Take the shot. He's like, I think you missed. And the kid's like, uh, I got him. <laughs> and guess what? I, uh, I dressed out. 180 pound, about a 33 inch spread axis buck. Yeah. It was humongous. Yeah. And we were talking about that how if it's your first, ta- your first harvest, what do you think about that, Cody? To have that massive of a buck, an incredible thing drop yeah. as your first. Where do you go from there, right? You wipe your hands and you go, all right, what do we got next? <laughs> Let's next line them up. What do you got? <laughs> Let's, uh, <laughs> Let's line up the, you know, what's 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 there to do now? Well, I'm done hunting. What was cool about it is it was all preparatory. We had, the week before, for a KOZ, we had done uh, hunter safety. And, yeah. And even took the adults through that class, too. And did you read that thing I sent you where, uh, I think it's, Pens- no, Indiana, that wants to require uh, everybody take hunter safety. There is no exemptions whatsoever. Yeah, and a lot of places are going to that because... Even with age, they're not going to yeah. do it. You have to go through it, even if you were born before 1972, which yeah, you're probably not even qualify for that. So, 
<clears throat> I was at the Central Texas Boat Show yesterday. That's going on at the Bell County Expo Center there in Belton. I Temple saw your smiling area. face on social media. Yeah. That's good that you you looked happy. Yeah, and enjoyed it and it met was, some people. It was good time. Uh, good time had by all. There's plenty of boats. There's the Garmin uh, rep, which is you know uh, uh, they've got the new graphs out for fishing. The new uh, fishing. Uh, have they been really big in the fishing world? They are coming on strong. Yeah, baby. they, they have not been before, right? They have Live Scope now, which is the newest the newest thing, and I am what slowly coming around to being a believer. And uh, gonna have to go ask the wife for some money. <laughs> so no longer holding just a GPS deal in your hand. No, 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 no. Uh, no I mean, this is a sixteen garment. inch screen. Yeah. This okay. is a 16-inch screen that goes on your boat. It's got the full side image, front image, uh, GPS, all that. But the new LiveScope deal is a is an attachment you put on your trolling motor, and whichever way your trolling motor, you turn your trolling motor to face, you'll see actual fish or structure, trees, whatever's out in front of you. You see it on the graph. So it's literally like a scope. And what, you wow. you can tell whether it's 20 yards out and 10 feet down, and you make the cast, and you could see your lure tracking, and the fish then start following it, and it's So it's really unbelievable. a fish, video game. fish eye view. Yeah. Where you're going like live shooter, you're going from the view of the fish. Yeah. I've got a couple buddies that have it, and they've been saying, yes, 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 it's everything and more and you know one of my buddies down at amstead tr he's a guy down there says you know i i i don't even know how to use it yet (laughs) and i can see fish on it it. cast to him and catch him you know and he goes i don't really even know how to use it yet meaning he's probably using five percent of his capabilities you know uh, by just turning it on and looking at it and uh, so anyway, it's exciting. Hogs for a cure. Yeah, uh, what's up uh, with that? Uh, the guys that we've had on, um, Hogs for a Cause. Cause, yeah. That we've had on uh, here on the show before. They were there. Oh, cool. And uh, you got waved us down, and they had a you know another good year. Their their biggest deal now is the same kind of deal as they're running into uh, uh, problems with. Uh, um, getting the food, the hogs certified, where USDA or whatever certified yeah, FDA, FDA whatever, yeah, yeah. US, yeah, yeah, huh? certified where you can sell them or do something with them. Yep, you know, um, and so that's the biggest deal. You know, there's certain places that they cannot donate the hog meat to mm-hmm. because it's not if right there's uh, not that little blue ink stamp. Yeah. Right. From, Which is crazy. From one person, you know. That ought to be the ex- that ought to be the exemption stamp. Like uh, I've got now yeah. in my in my um <clears throat> in my garage, I've yeah. got two freezers now. One hog meat, yeah. right? Wild boar, whatever we right. get, and the other one's venison. Oh my god. So gosh. my wife she just go, <laughs> "Which are we in the mood for?" You're out so, of control. Oh, I, <laughs> two great big and it's full. You're out of control. I mean, there are so many pigs this year we processed. Man, we have got an awesome show. I've got a ton of 
good information for you. Uh, Beefsteak is back in the house. Did ah, a bunch of research yeah. and uh, got a bunch of cool stories for you. We'll have all that coming up next. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was there with Renewal by Anderson Window Company yesterday. I know. We were playing golf. They had a little golf set up. So go by and see them today. It's still going on today. The Central Texas uh, Boat Show there in uh, Bell County Expo Center right there They're good people, too. I mean, yeah. the whole company, the owner, all that. Oh, oh yeah. man. Big supporters of the outdoors and the outdoor zone and, and kids' outdoor zone. So go see our friends here at Renewal by Anderson. But go by the boat show, Central Texas Boat Show. Uh, I don't even get paid to say that. So there you go. Um like I said, great show coming up. Outdoor news, the weird game, Warden Field Notes, all your favorites and more coming up. One place. It's the number one outdoor radio show in all of Texas, the Outdoor Zone, live right here in the bunkhouse on 1049 The Horn and 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Cry out to Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. Hi, uh, welcome back. Man, I missed you, Cody. Uh, this is awesome. I kind of missed your smell, you know? <laughs> missed your musk. Cheese and beef? Yes. McBride's Guns, Central Texas family-owned and operated gun shop. If you're looking for the right firearm, McBride's can help. If you're looking to trade your guns, McBride's is the place. An expert gunsmith on-site, only one place, McBride's Guns. I say that week after week, but it's so true. There is no other place in Central Texas you can take your guns to an experienced gunsmith on-site, one place. They'll take care of it, get you fixed up. I trust no one more than the guys at McBride's. So go by and see our friends. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call, 512-472-3532. There's nobody more experienced in the game of all things guns than McBride's. Go see our friends, McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. Uh, so for the last several weeks, we've been talking about tournament cancellations, tournaments getting moved uh, due to uh, weather and uh, water influx, and it's just been an absolutely crazy start to the year, didn't, and not didn't. crazy in a wild, wacky, f- crazy weather fishing style. And and I will have a, a vlog coming up this week about uh, some of the tournaments around Texas that have moved and, and things like that. You can check out the new YouTube series that I'm doing on that. But um, Bassmaster, Bassmaster Opens started their season in down in Florida, and they're having they have two divisions now, like a Central and a Eastern division. They didn't have that before. Um, they had they varied between three. A northern division now it's mm. just an eastern uh, with four tournaments um, instead of three. So things have kind of 
changed over the last couple of years. Uh, of course, lots changing in the fishing world. Right. Uh, we'll talk about what those changes are as they come up. But really nothing too crazy other than the Bassmaster Open, first day of the tournament, uh, predicted high winds, uh, terrible weather, and they canceled the first day of the tournament. It's down in Florida, right? Down in Florida, right, Uh, which is a rarity in Florida. I mean, there's there's people wearing flip-flops this time of year uh, sometimes. But uh, big cold front winds, uh, terrible weather, they actually canceled day one of the first Bassmaster Open, which... You know, they did the exact same thing at the first FLW Costa down on Amistad that I was down there mm-hmm. and fished. They canceled right. day one. Bad weather. You did kind of seems a new <laughs> new seems to be a new trend. Um, last year, you know, uh, there was some rough weather. Uh, some tournament guys uh, took on some water on their boat. Um, guys right. went missing. We talked yep. about it. Uh, one guy ended up they've you know passed away and uh so i don't know i i guess it's a reaction to that scenario uh better safe than sorry kind of a yeah man it's just it's just times are changing big time i don't know if it's maybe a push from the from their insurance you know these big tournament organizations Uh, i mean bass champs has done it here in texas t texas team trail you know they're all starting to kind of take take precaution over going does that extend it one day into monday or i mean does it, um no they, do they push the way they, they ended up away? doing this one uh is sometimes they will extend it the way they ended up doing this one is they just uh it turned it into a two-day tournament instead of a three-day tournament so how do you feel about a two-day i mean how did you feel that it's day? a I completely mean, it's a completely different tournament that you're fishing uh, you know, one day tournaments obviously completely different than your a multi day tournament, right? Strategy: yeah. Do you yeah. leave fish? Do you try and hit your all your best stuff in one day? You're not going to do that if you got a fish for three days, right? You know, you're going to hit. You know, you're going to lean on one place maybe more than the others because you got to have places to go for the next several days. Um, I'm of now. Uh, I'm saying screw all that because just, I hadn't been catching them. I'm just going <laughs> to lean on everything I got. Maybe try to scrape together a couple of fish and get my hundred, you know, fifty percentile mid middle of the pack finish that I am so used to getting lately. But uh, cold front or not, Ohio angler Whitney Stevens turned an impressive catch of uh, five fish that weighed 24 pounds, 12 ounces on the final day. Added to his Friday weight of 32 pounds, 12 ounces. Oh, wow. So he pretty much smoked the field and uh, took home the victory. Uh, Brought it, I guess, back to Ohio. So, um, yeah, first Bassmaster Open there in Florida, finished up yesterday, and uh, 57 pounds, 8 ounces. Whitney Stevens out of Ohio <laughs> wins over Brian Schmidt, which uh, had 45 pounds. So wow, tw- almost 12 pounds over second place. Yeah, but still, they're in a high category, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they catch big fish there in Florida. You know, yeah. in the top 10, it took... Uh, 18 pounds a day, 17 pounds a day. So you, know. you so what, what is it? With you a just, cold front. Huh? With a cold front. 
which well, is a big deal in Florida. Sometimes you like that, but no, you know. this is Florida. They're so you don't get totally in, different. Those fish would just go somewhere else. Uh, those go fish deep just. And, they roll over on their side and close their eyes <laughs> in Florida. It's a completely different. Here, a cold front hits, yeah, it messes up the fishing. It kind of, you can still catch fish. In Florida. They go hibernate, huh? They, they give up. They, yeah, they just, so they're So when you get that many, I mean, do you just, is it a confidence thing where you start striking and then you just can't stop? catching big oh, fish yeah, is, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all mental it, it, most of it a lot of a lot of it's mental and uh once you start catching fish and finding the right quality of fish yeah i think it's you know you got the confidence you're making the cast you're you're just doing things right you're you know you had to find them in the first place but yeah when you start rolling and you're you're catching them good it's it's a whole different mindset that you're in than uh when you're fishing and you're just fishing. Is that the kind of where you get in the groove and you're doing everything subconsciously and yeah. not really purposeful? Like, you know, it, you, you just figured out what works and it you don't know why, but it's your like body takes golf, over. In yeah. golf. There's uh, about three holes in my life that I've played out of about <laughs> 72 rounds of golf. Three holes in a row where I was just like, not yeah, natural. I, I don't know what I'm doing, but it, I couldn't even I didn't feel even the think ball. About right? it. Yeah. yeah, you just grab the right club. You go down, smack straight down the middle of the fairway. You walk up to it. You <laughs> grab the right club, lay it up four feet from the pin. You knock it in. You're like, huh? Par three, made it. No so big you get deal. in the groove, and your yeah. mind just takes over. Yeah, piece of cake. So I think it's a lot of the same kind of stuff. Big uh, kayak anglers. Trail started yesterday on LBJ, yep. Lake LBJ, the flooded, infamous <laughs> Lake LBJ. Big fish still to be caught out there. Guys uh, smashed them. A couple of uh, stringers over 100 inches. The way they do kayak tournaments, they uh, measure the fish, your top five measured fish. So yep. over 100 inches, you know, you're averaging 20 inches of fish. A 20-inch fish is four-pounder, you know, I, I would guess. Uh, so you're looking at, you know, 20 pound bags, um, coming in and several of them. So, um, it seems to be taken off, doesn't it? That, that kayak that, stuff is huge, huge. And it's getting different kinds of people in or, or are regular. They have a couple different divisions. They have a pro division and then they have the amateur division. So would you say that, I, I don't know, what do you call the guys with the big, mo I mean, like y'all, I mean. What, what, that, do they convert? Do, uh, do I think there's a couple. That convert yeah. over or do they no, can't do them both, both, right? I think there's a couple guys that do both, maybe. Um, I, I Or is it a whole new group of people coming into it's a whole, the angler? It's a different group, yeah. And The majority of them are, is a different group. I don't recognize a lot of the names from bass tournaments on the other side, from okay. motor from well, fiberglass tournaments. That's that, I like that. Glass tournaments. Glass right? tournaments. Yeah. So I like that. That's pretty cool. Bringing new, yeah. new, a whole new stream uh, of The thing I love about in. it is it's a lot less expensive to get into. Yeah. You're not going to have motor issues. True. <laughs> you know? Now, <laughs> you could have wind issues. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, if you've ever been caught <laughs> On the wrong wind, side. Yeah. Oh, it's a tough row back. Yeah. But those guys like that, I think. 
I guess. They like that tough part of it. And we got a friend that's in it and yep. doing good. Yeah. So. I've got a couple buddies that do it. A uh, neighbor of mine plus Cody, Cody Prather won yeah. a big fish yesterday and uh, saw his little post. And Smiling then with a fish. A neighbor down the road that uh, took some time off, but uh, now he's back in it and he got like 14th or 15th yesterday. So they're... It's a it's a big deal, very competitive, and uh, I've fished one of them, and weighed in the limit, despite most others' comments about me fishing a <laughs> kayak tournament. And uh, that's the only reason you did it, right? I, I was within casting distance of the guy that ended up winning, which we know mm-hmm. that particular day, <laughs> and yeah. uh, so I was happy with it with the result. It's kind of, you know, and Cody, the guy we're talking about. Um, Another Cody. A different Cody. Number the two. other Cody. Cody number two, is that what we're going to call him? Well, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to be number two. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> not right now. Not That's right it now. right here. He ain't in the room, is he? So he started the Kayak Fishing Fellowship. Yeah. Where guys can go and have a little prayer service or a little talk about, you know. He's doing what, some cool stuff. That is pretty cool when you reach out there. Hey, coming you know up next, else? we're going to have your outdoor news of the weird. But before that, we want to get that fast start in 2019 with thousands of discounts on the Red Tag Special Starting Something New sales event at Nile Maxwell Superstore. They've red tagged everything in their huge selection, quad cabs, crew cabs, Lone Stars, heavy duties, and have it all with massive savings. For the best selection of Niles' promise to beat the competitor's price, go see the number one name in Ram, uh, Central Texas, the Nile Maxwell Superstore, 620 and 183 across from Walmart, online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Coming up next, your outdoor news of the weird. You've got to hear this. I'm excited. I was excited about this story since since I read it last night. Uh, Hopefully, it's as good as it was last night when I was really exhausted and tired. Coming up next, one place right here, the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Hold that thought. Hold that thought, beefsteak. I don't know if I can hang. There it goes. Wait, I grabbed it. I'm back. If you're like me, you're always eyeing the newest technology, the newest gadgets on the market, but one thing many of us don't always think about is the cutting-edge technology keeping us safe behind the wheel the 2019 honda crv is a triple threat featuring some of the best technologies on the market impressive fuel economy and tons of cargo space and best of all it's available with honda sensing our central texas honda dealers have hundreds of vehicles to choose from and one friendly employee is ready to make it 
sure that you drive home in just the right one. Solve all your Honda envy at any one of the Central Texas Honda dealers or online at Central Texas Honda Dealers. Dot com C dealer for detail. Uh, all right. Now it's time. Welcome back. It is time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. I kind of passed by this story uh, several times, but then finally, you read I don't know, it? out of desperation, <laughs> you read it. Out of desperation, I, I was like, "Man, I got to find something to fill in this news of the weird." Uh, and finally, because I had everything done on show prep except for news of the weird, mm. and that's the hardest one for me to find because you can't type in like, we- like weird the, things. And if yeah. there's nothing weird that comes up. Right, how like you, typing in hunting and looking at news stories, or fishing, and you know, or our regular sources that we that we check, or doesn't uh-huh. come through the email, then it's really hard to find weird hunting. But this one was awesome. Uh, ha, so before New Year's, a guy in Pennsylvania has a hunting Pennsylvania Facebook page, and he started a conversation. Uh, his hunting Facebook page there in Pennsylvania has eighty four thousand members. That's kind of cool. Actually. That is a that is a stout group, dude. Mm-hmm. There ain't fishing groups here in Texas on Facebook that got that many, and they're trying to anyway. I don't know. Nearly four hundred <laughs> responses later, uh, Pennsylvanians do find some strange stuff when they roam the woods. John Sforfa of Philadelphia, who found his grandfather's thermos in the woods 15 years after he died. I think he left it there, didn't he, yeah, or something? Yeah, I think, he left what it there would you do? I mean, I would leave it there. Yeah, it's cool. I'd maybe go back and put like a little plaque or something by it. <laughs> go sit and talk. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah, or like if it's sitting on a rock or something, just like I would take back some like, uh, some like, Beef jerky and no, 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 like some mega glue or whatever, yeah, and just like (laughs) glue it to the rock forever, you know. Yeah, gorilla glue, yeah, something crazy. Uh, Butler County guy found a hymnal that had been dropped by the tornado that struck a church in Ohio, a hundred miles away. See, I wouldn't think that was weird, I think that's kind of cool. I'd be like, wow, I'm blessed to. Have I something would, from a church jump. I right would in be here. Uh, like, oh crap! What did I do? No. Yeah. <laughs> God, what are you throwing God, at you me? You threw me this little book <laughs> from a hundred miles away. I better sit down and think about what. Yeah. No mm-hmm. less than eighteen people have found bodies or human remains on that Facebook page. Talking about strange things they found in the woods, this Facebook right. page in Pennsylvania. Eighteen people said they had found bodies or human remains. Some ended up being murders, some were heart attacks, some were drownings, uh, suicides. Um, man. So they probably have a lot more. That's like my f- biggest fear. They have a lot more public space, though, you know. Public land? Under, under, yeah. Yeah. And so I imagine they're trumpsing out, you know, in all these public areas. It's just 
yeah. things like that happen a lot around here. You've got you know private land, and you're not going to get on that necessarily and do some of the roaming that they do, right? Yeah. One man who now lives in Michigan recounted seeing a man sitting on a boulder, slumped over with a book in his hand. He shook the man to wake him before realizing he too was dead. I wonder if you walk up be like, Psst. <clears throat> seen any deer? Me. Yeah, seen anything this morning? Excuse me, <laughs> excuse me. Dude, wow, you need a shower. <laughs> so you poke, yeah, you, you, you poke them and they fall over. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Edwards, uh, Edward Hollipel of York was walking the trail one day in the late 1970s when a man came walking toward him, chanting the Lord's Prayer. As he passed, he stopped and stopped me and said, Hey, buddy, I just blew my ear by ear off. How bad is it? <laughs> <laughs> the Lord's Prayer? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I just blew my ear off. How bad is it? Can you take a gander at it? <laughs> yeah, look at it. You got any piece? You got any tape? You got any of that Gorilla Glue from sticking that thermos over there on that rock? Uh, oh, talking man. about strange things found in the woods, a Philadelphia man found a machete sticking straight out of the ground two miles into the wood. Uh, so that would be where you hear if you you got to be worried about the if you, hear like, you know kind of noise. You got to listen if you see a machete sticking out in the middle of the woods, right? In it, you listen for music or oh, some strange ban- banjo music. Hey, boy. Or, <laughs> William Zimmerman stumbled onto a four-foot-high rock in the middle of the mountain gap with the words C.L. Cyrus died 1777 carved on top of that stone. I, I think that's a cool find myself. I wouldn't be that freaked out. That is incredible. Out. Yeah, no, these aren't all freaky. No, but I mean, most people would think that, I mean, my, my stepdad always had a story about him being out in the woods. You, and, oh, you think he was buried right there? I'm thinking so. Oh, see, I didn't catch that the first time I read through it. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I thought they it was just a, like a memory a tombstone up there. No. Yeah, I guess he died right there, huh? So he wow. he always had this story about as he was walking through the woods to uh, his blind or a tree stand up there, that as he walked, he heard a rustling sound behind him. Yeah, and when he stopped to listen, it would stop, and then as he pulled forward. Walked a couple more. He could hear it. He could hear it. He could hear it. He would stop, and it would stop. He's dragging. And he said, "Dragging he, something." He wasn't dragging. Had toilet paper on his shoe. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Stuck That's all to it his is. heel. That's all it was. I figured it out. I have don't like ever, scary things. Have you ever had freaky stuff no, like that? Never. You two don't want people, to think about it, do you? Uh, we're talking about strange things in the woods. People have found two people have found cannonballs in Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's you know Gettysburg. Yeah. you know the whole you know Confederate. You know, the several whole thing. have found live artillery shells. I've found a live artillery shell in my dad's backyard and TJ's backyard. Really? Yeah, fifty cal. Did you know he planted it there? Probably. <sighs> yeah, okay. no, I found that out later. Multiple <laughs> balloons have been recovered with names from people afar. One man found a balloon released in Texas that landed in Washington County, Pennsylvania. Yeah, it had, a, it had a brisket tied to it. It was really good. <laughs> it was the shape of Texas. Uh, people have found baby carriages. Yeah. In the middle of the woods in Pennsylvania. A women's wig. My favorite was the ATM the guy found. Oh, I thought it was just the card. 
Dog. Oh, so they find a whole ATM. Like a whole ATM. Dude, it's like cha-ching. Hello. That, do you drag it out? I mean, what no. do you? No, you go back in with the proper. With a solar power generator. With plug a it satellite in. telephone and, and call authorities. No. Steak. What are you thinking? I thought you were talking about a torch. We no. were bringing torches Man, in. That is illegal. <laughs> that is breaking and entering. A plastic hobby horse, a $50 bill, false teeth. I like that one. <laughs> Talking about which strange things found in the woods of Pennsylvania. An airplane. Uh, a milk crate wedged between trees. Um, yeah, it's probably for a hunter to sit on or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, would you believe that not one person but two people have come across bowling balls deep in the woods? You got to wonder what. That is, I mean, I know people just dump. That's the biggest thing, right? They want to get rid this of it. This is like and they deep just in dump. the woods, apparently. Yeah, single bowling ball laid out. <laughs> <laughs> Who puts that in their backpack? You know? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Where like, does that start? Maybe it's part of like training for a big hunt or something. Ah, uh, could be like a medicine ball kind yeah, of and it aspect. Like, and they get halfway through and they're like, screw this. And then the next bowling ball, the other bowling ball, was where he had progressed. The next time he, he's like, this is how far I can go with a bowling ball. How many people have that many bowling balls laying around (laughs) their house, you know? I mean, I don't see any other use for them. There have been car hoods way up in the trees, hunting guns laying peacefully against trees. We've heard that. Yeah, where it grows into the... Yeah, there's a couple that have been uh, partially swallowed by a maple tree seven feet off the ground. How long has that gun been sitting there? That tree wow. grew seven feet, and the gun is 15, 20, 40, now 30 embedded. years on a maple tree. You know, you don't get yeah. like a foot of growth a year or anything. Yeah, no. Probably inches. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Man, that's... That um, That would be cool. I, you know, I, I wondered if some of this stuff was a scavenger hunt gone wrong. <laughs> you know, No, or, a lot of tornadoes is what they're saying. Tornadoes. Have displaced a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, the guns and stuff, you know, laid up against a tree. What that is, is that's. How do you forget a guy's, your gun? Well, you don't forget it. I think what happens is you sit down, you're hunting, you know, you rest up against a tree and you're waiting peacefully, quietly, along a game trail, and all of a sudden, in your stomach. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, I can't mess I gotta, up this game trail right here. I got to go find a place in the woods real quick. Oh, gosh, I shouldn't have eaten that. <laughs> uh, uh. that, that and uh, then you go chewy... back and you're like, you know, it's. Where was I? Uh, uh, it's snowing. It? The game trail's covered up. You've walked around for four hours. I mean, it's the same it's... thing with the deer that, you know, goes off in the woods right. and you shoot. And it takes you three hours to find it. It's only 50 yards from where you shot it. Yeah. Circling, but circling, that's a hundred-pound body. You're looking at a brown stick, basically. You're looking for that you leaned up against the tree. You know, my wife got for Christmas. She got me a bunch of these RDF I chips that you can. They have little trackers for your cell phone. Yeah, and you can put them on different items, and you know where your keys are. You know where. Yeah, your wallet is. You put a. I'm thinking that's kind of a cool idea. What if you tagged your firearms like that? I like this one. We'll close it out with Chad Johnson. He found, as a kid in 1992, he found an abandoned house with a box of dynamite. 
He said they spent all afternoon blowing up stumps (laughs) and had headaches the rest of the day. So I love that. Hey, we're going out. uh, It is the Outdoor Zone, the number one outdoor radio show brought to you by Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. They've worked hard every day to earn your trust and keep your vehicle running like new. Sun Auto offers a full range of repairs and maintenance for all types of vehicles. We are the alternative to the dealership because we can do the job you need, and we do it right the first time. Go visit our friends, get your regular service, your oil change, your transmission uh, flush, all that done at our favorite shop, the Sun Auto Service location that we use, 405 West Slaughter Lane. They've got one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and the newest location at 1206 Ranch Road, 620 right there in Lakeway. Check out deals and specials at sunautoservice.com. We've got TJ coming up at the top of the hour. He's live from the Houston Safari Club. But before that, we've got your game warden field notes plus a little topic I want to discuss. Uh oh. Coming up right here, live in the bunkhouse on 1049 The Horn and 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? Ah, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. Brought to you by Archery Country. There's a certain point in every hunter's life where they step to the next level and begin to hunt with a bow. Archery Country is Austin's only true bow shop for the bow hunter or America's fastest growing sports. Recreational archery. Family friendly. And fun for every age. The guys just got back from uh, the uh, archery trade show there. And they've got all of the newest, baddest stuff shipping in right now. You get it only one place, Archery Country. Go see our friends for the newest, baddest stuff on the market. They're getting it all right there. Plus your Traeger grills, the newest style of grilling pellets. Oh, yeah. You know, I've kind of waited on what my new grill is going to be, and I'm leaning more and more towards that pellet grill kind of thing going on there. Uh, so a Traeger may be in my future. Uh, they've got them there at Archery Country. The new owners, Alan, Brendan, Tyler, all those guys, the the managers, Mike, man, they have been there. They know what they're talking about. They've got uh, kids' classes they do regularly, which are absolutely brilliant. Yep. We've got to have that. And they understand it, and they love to bring in the kids and, and teach them about archery and how to shoot archery country. Go see our friends right there. They can help you with every step of your journey with a bow. Uh, 8121 Research Boulevard. They're open Tuesdays through Thursdays from 1030 to 7 and Saturdays from 10 to 5. They're closed today and Monday, but you can check out everything that they have, all the events that they've got going on at their website, Austin Archery Country. Dot com. All right, now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. 
These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. This one comes out of New York. New York conservation officers responded to a call they may never face again, removing a timber rattlesnake from the engine of a vehicle. The owner told officers he popped the hood to jumpstart the vehicle when he was shocked to see the rattler resting on top of the engine. When officers arrived, the snake had curled up over the battery. Uh, The officer carefully extracted the snake from the engine compartment, and the tail was wrapped around part of the engine. Uh, The snake was released unharmed. Number one. Which part of the story do you want to start with not liking? I don't like any part of anything to do with snakes. Uh, yep. Uh, but I don't think that my vehicle would be running after I witness a rattlesnake on the top of the engine. So I this- would have to at least have some J.B. Weld to fill the <laughs> several metal holes that are now encompassing uh, my motor. I don't like any part of that. It freaks me out. Can you imagine, I mean, that thing getting the places that snake can get and, ugh. You've just, got this unhealthy, you know, problem with snakes. What, I don't like snakes. I've never liked snakes. I don't like touching them. I don't like them alive. Now, if I see a rat snake in the field, a king snake, something like that, something that I know is good, mm-hmm. go by or whatever, it doesn't bother me. I let it go. Because they're not evil looking out for but, you, right? But I don't want it like in the toilet bowl <laughs> at my house. I don't want it in the engine compartment of my vehicle. I don't want it on my front porch. You know, I don't, I don't like stay out there. I'll stay over here. We'll, you know, get along. We'll get along just fine. So this is the start of of uh, that uh, news of the weird when you find something abandoned. Yeah, this is how it begins, right? Yeah. So Cody found a rattlesnake in his truck, <laughs> and he just left it. He shot the hell out of it, mm-hmm. and then left it. And then, and then some guy to 15, Niall Maxwell. That's to, right. And fifteen years auto later, fix the holes in my engine. <laughs> No, 15 years later, a guy walking through the woods, huh, what's that Duramax over there? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> With holes weird. in the hood. Right, doors open. Oh, <laughs> uh, fishing pole still in the back. Huh. A report weird. came out. This is something we need to discuss. Uh-oh. Do I need to Hunting, up? This may This may carry over to next hour. We may wrap it up quick. Hunter Hunting recruiters are trying to appeal more to millennials as numbers decline. Yeah, I'm not a millennial, by the way. So what are you, a tweener? What? What? what yeah, would I'm, you... I'm that uh, one year before the millennial. So thing. you need I to don't get, claim millennial. You need to be grandfathered in. To... Uh, more millennial, not to millennials no. are exchanged. Uh, more millennials are exchanging their kombuchas. What's a kombucha? Kombucha. Uh, I think Waste it's a man bun. Tea, you know what I'm talking about? You've seen it at convenience stores. It's like that weird kombucha tea. Oh, is it green? I think it 
it's made out of root ex- extract yeah. of something like yeah, I don't know exactly what it's bat about. guana it's color. It's like a okay. dark brown green. All right, now, that's the part of the article I didn't understand. It made me feel good. Made that me you feel didn't good. Know. I didn't know what it was. Okay, good. Yeah, and the listeners. I don't feel like I'm like uh, not well traveled or something because I don't know what kombucha tea is. More millennials are exchanging their kombucha for crossbows and concealing their man buns under camouflage caps. <laughs> To take up one of the oldest pastimes known to man, hunting. At least that's what several hunting hunter recruiter groups are hoping as they look to refill the ranks of the declining sport, apparently. Mm-hmm. Less and less hunters out there, which reported an 18% decrease across America uh, for hunters 16 and older over the past two decades. To fill this gap, hunters are turning to hipsters. <laughs> Uh, Charlie Evans, 29, who works in hunter recruitment for the Georgia Wildlife Federation, told the Wall Street Journal. Other organizations like the hunting group Field to Fork, which is like, you know, Texas uh, Wildlife Association has done something very similar. uh, Field to Table uh, meals where they invite young people to these fresh, organic um, dinners. Right? No, where, you, I've seen them around yeah. here before, field well, before. Yeah, and, yeah. Texas Wildlife Association did them. My wife was a part of that, uh, where they would invite young people and then explain to them, okay, now this is where all this came from, and invite them on hunts and do a full field-to-table hunt. They've done a few of those. From the way and, I understood it, they had like a, they'd explain it all, and then they had a sign-up where, hey, yeah. if you want to go see how... It's done in the field, right? And you want to take that next step. Other organizations uh, offering hunting and venison cooking classes have also started targeting young adults who are interested in limiting uh, limiting their intake of mass-produced foods. Field to Fork tries to recruit new hunters by setting up booths at popular farmers markets, where the groups would hand out brochures with slogans like "Harvest your own local meat" and "Hunters are the original conservationists." Amen, brother. I, I love like it. that. I love the idea. Um, I think it's got They're some open to it. real potential. Yeah. I think it's got some real potential. Um, we see how many, you know, people have backyard chickens and how big of a deal that is becoming across, mm-hmm. you know, just here in Central Texas and Austin, Texas, you know, where now you can have backyard chickens in the city. And uh, so I've anyway. i got a story about that, about one of the kids that went to Hunk. Hunter's yeah. <clears throat> well, we'll talk more about that okay. on the flip side. Plus, we've got TJ. He's going to call in straight from the Houston Safari Club, one of the biggest shows. Dallas Safari Club was last week. Houston yep. Safari Club this week, one of the biggest shows in the state. He's been there uh, hanging out and enjoying the show. He'll tell us what he's been seeing, uh, how KOZ, Kids Outdoor Zone, has been uh, you know, introduced to a, yeah. to a different caliber, a different group of people across the state. Um it's exciting. Plus your Peter Report, your Armed Citizens Report, all that and more right here in the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. You get it every Sunday from 7 to 9 a.m. right here on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.